Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Pretty Messed Up on iHeartRadio. Um, it's your goofy, goofy brother from another mother, it's AJ. And my two favorite people in the entire world, Cher Bear, Cheryl Burke, and Senor Rene Elizondo. Well, and your wife and kids, obviously, they're your top favorite. Well, yeah, I mean... My kids and my, well, it's it's funny because my wife was my favorite. Then we had Ava and she was my favorite. Then we have Lyric. Now both my girls are ranked number one. They're, they're you know, tied. Yeah. So mommy, mommy gets it. She yeah, knows. Of course, of it's course. fine. It's totally yeah. fine. Hi, Renee. Uh, happy hey. New Year again, guys. Happy, happy New yes. Year. How are you guys doing? I mean, I know how you're doing, AJ. Uh, how is AJ doing? AJ is not doing well, um, I'm sober. Let's just say that before we freak anybody out. Okay. It's it's, uh, it's not that, but um, my my furry companion, my best bud, my ride or die homie, Ozzy. Uh, he's 14 years old. Um, unfortunately, he has cancer oh, in so both sorry. of his lungs. Um, and I I saw I saw it on his face two days ago that it's it's time. So um, I am going to have to put him down. Oh, no. And it's, uh, it's been pretty, pretty grueling, pretty hellacious. But at the same time, you know, I've, I've spoke to Renee about this and I've spoke to my wife about this and a lot of, of my sober friends, you know, that 
when I lost my first dog, Bernie, he was five to also cancer. I was so not sober. I was drunk mm. before I took him to the vet. I was drunk after. Two days later, I put myself back in treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this time around, sober, I'm feeling everything. Uh, but most importantly, I'm able to be present totally. for for Ozzy, for my family, for myself. Mm-hmm. We get sober, right? It doesn't mean that life stops. It doesn't mean that we don't end up getting these curveballs. We don't end, people die, different things happen, you know. And for me, I'm so proud of AJ that we talk every day. We talk lots of times a day. And we talk about sobriety a lot of the times. And, and, and I'll say to him, how are you feeling? You know, is the back of your head telling you, oh, this is a perfect opportunity right now to have a drink? Who would blame me, right? And because I've been through that, you know. And so I feel so proud and optimistic for AJ to be walking through a very tough thing. It's one of the toughest things we know. We love our dog so much. And uh, he's walking through it with grace, with dignity, sober, and that we can live with, right? We can live with that. And he's doing the most loving thing he could do for his best bud, right? Let me tell you, it's so hard. Uh, My husband right now is currently going through it. Um, We're going to have to also put our dog down uh, soon, but it's so tempting to just medicate the dog, right? And not like put him down right away. What you're doing is so brave, AJ. I'm so proud of you that you're feeling your feelings and that you are, you know, talking about it because that is part of the recovery and you're staying sober and you're for the first time feeling the feeling of grief and loss. It's interesting because when we did the show, you and I, Cheryl, you know, was the first time I really started like feeling my feelings, leaning Mm -hmm. into the uncomfortable. Totally not being able to run and hide in a corner or at a bar or with a straw up my nose, you know, I had to feel. So like, you know, that's been the ongoing kind of uh, journey, cohesive yeah. journey that's been happening since we did the show together. And it's continuing into my everyday life now, you know, months after we finished the show. But there is one last thing I'm going to say about it and then I'm going to let it go, which is, you know, my, my dog is an Australian Shepherd which are one of the top five smartest breeds out there. Mm -hmm. And they are, you know, obviously people know that they are herding dogs. So one of the things I'm going to miss the most besides all of his just great energy is when you met him for the first time, he would stick his butt in your face and he was hurting you. But to most people, they were like, what is your dog doing? And he also liked it if you just scratched his ass and he would look up at you and he would just be smiling, like keep on scratching, keep scratching. So I think I'm going to try to take that character trait on <laughs> with me, and that's how I'm going to greet people from now on. Totally. Be- especially first, in this world of COVID, you know, no, pe- people are doing elbows, fist bumps. Yeah. I'm just going to put my butt in your face, yeah, and that's how left, I'm going to say hi to you. Yes. Either left or right butt cheek, right? I mean, well, both of my butt cheeks <laughs> don't don't really equal even one butt cheek, oh, but that's okay. It's still, it's still better. I think it's better that you do that as opposed to putting your face in people's butts. Yeah. That oh good good yeah. one yes that is true yeah. that is true yeah I don't well think isn't that, that what's gonna happen though really if that uh, anyway I mean maybe I mean that could yeah. be how how we end up greeting ourselves That's down so the weird. road you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> well I, you know the I'm new sending normal. I'm yeah. sending you love AJ and Thank strength you, and um you know if you want to ever call me and just let it all out I'm here for you you know my number 
Oh, I'll be I'll be calling a lot of people tomorrow. Believe you want me. me to send you meditations. You know where to go. Yes, yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> so we have a really, really amazing show today, yes, guys. Yes. Um, I'm so excited. So excited. Yeah, I I mean, look, I I grew up watching this amazingly talented woman on which which was one of my favorite shows growing up, a TV Same. show called Blossom. Yes. Um, I my was, brother-in-law was on it. Yes, Joey Whoa. Lawrence. Such I'm sure you haven't heard small that. A world. Times. Small yes. world. Yes, and like, and to see the journey that this amazing woman has been on, and what she has accomplished, is is a, it's just astounding. I mean, a PhD in neuroscience. It's so crazy. Neuroscience. And she was on Big Bang. Yeah, she's a freaking Sci- scientist. PhD. We, have- we should introduce her as a doctor. You know, yes, like yes, she is because a doctor. she is, and yes. it's our first scientist, right? Yes, on the podcast, that's pretty. You're definitely lofty. our first. Si- okay, yeah. really, really quickly before we get her on. So Renee and I were on the golf course. This was a couple years ago, and it, it was just him and I, and we got put together with these two random guys. Come to find out, they were actual rocket scientists. What? Okay. Yeah. They so fascinating. Now, okay, so. Rocket scientists, right? Some of the smartest people in the entire world. We leave the tea we, box. No, 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 but we got to back it up a okay, second. Okay, okay, because this Let's is the best story ever. We, uh, so you, 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 we got put with these random two guys, and they, they were like, oh, what are you guys doing? Like, we're, we're actually rocket scientists. And then he said, what do you, what, they said, what do you guys do? I said, well, he's an entertainer. I'm a director, songwriter. And he goes, well, that's really impressive. And I said, but, you know, people don't die <laughs> if we don't do our jobs right. Right. right? Yeah. People right. will die. Now, go ahead, AJ. Pick it up. So so all four of us tee off. We get into our golf carts. These guys are in front of us. Again, rocket scientists. They drive off and both their golf bags fall out of the cart. They forgot like they didn't to strap, strap them, them in. No. They forgot to strap them so in. So I'm sitting there going, damn, if, See, if you forgot to strap smart, your but... your golf clubs in, what do you what else are you forgetting to strap onto the rocket that might be saving our lives? Exactly. Or strap that... on in general, just kidding. Yeah, well, you know, whoa, oh, whoa. Oh, of <laughs> I course. Know. I had to go there, there, of course. Sorry guys. Had to. Had to. Um, so okay. That's amazing. Did you guys like did you talk about it? That talk about how the rocket scientists or no, they didn't really want to talk about it. Well, not in detail where we okay. could understand it, but I've always been fascinated. We we went to JPL together, AJ, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah, yes, we, we did. went to JPL, did a tour, Jet Propulsion Laboratory. That's like how much they, I know. Yes. Where, where they built the Mars rover, all that stuff. And oh, it took cool. us through a whole, uh, it, it, it was, uh, for me, it was like porn. Right. Yeah, like we're, we're we're not closet nerds, by the way. We are we are outspoken we nerds, geeky now, and I, I love and it. I love it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. So, our guest today, <laughs> oh my God, she's a doctor, she's an actress, she's a mom, she's literally amazing, freaking amazing Brilliant. neuroscientist, Dr. Mayam Bialik. Hi. It is. Hi. Ah, look at that. Yes. It's a lot of us. Hi. Hey. How's it going? I'm such a huge fan. I'm actually fanning out right now. I can't help it. I, I'm literally, yes. All, no, no, wait. All, all three of us, seriously. Like yes. we were just talking about you. You are the actual Wonder Woman. Yes. We all want to like, be we all want to be you. Thank you. <laughs> when I grow up, I want to be you. Literally. Yes, exactly. Oh, thank you. Well, it's so nice to meet you all. Thank you happy, for doing this. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy year that's not the last year. Yes, thank God 2020 can kiss it. It's all good. Dear Lord, yes. I know. <laughs> so it's a small Call- world, Maya. My brother-in-law did um, Blossom with you, Joey Lawrence. I'm married. I'm married to Matthew Lawrence. <laughs> you are married to Maddie, as we call him. Yes, I- Maddie. He's downstairs, together. actually. Yeah. Um, congratulations. Thank I- you. I followed your nuptials and... Oh. Um, that's amazing. I mean, that's so awesome. I didn't even connect it. It's yeah. so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. You're awesome. So thanks we for should doing probably this. introduce yeah. ourselves. Yeah, yes. we should. Yeah. I think we yeah. should there introduce you go. ourselves. Go ahead, Renee. Introduce yourself. So friend. I'm the one that seems like shouldn't be here. My name's Renee. <laughs> um, so stupid. Uh, no, but it's true. Uh, you've got Cheryl from Dancing with the Stars. You've got a Backstreet Boy. And then you've got Dude with the Hat on, right? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> So, but what we do here, right, a lot, I watched your trailer and it's perfect what you said about just about heritage, uh, traumas, Mm -hmm. uh, how it affects your daily life, all of that. This is kind of what we sort of do in a sort of fun kind of silly way because all of us are in recovery, right? All of us are part of the program. And so when we found out that we have a scientist coming on, right? That's so amazing. That, like, it, we love your work as an actress, but as a scientist, we were like, we could get into some 
awesome stuff, you know? I'm just going to sit back and listen. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. And I really, I appreciate you doing this. Um, I appreciate it existing. Um, and I'm a person, I, I tend to be very quiet about it. Um, I, I've sat in many rooms, so I speak program language and um, many of those nearest and dearest to me um, are sober alcoholics and sober addicts. And um, it's a language I've become very familiar with and I'm very comfortable with. So I think the more we talk about it in ways that people mm-hmm. see that it affects all of us, Yes. Um, I think the the more we can create change. So I really appreciate just having the opportunity to be here with with y'all. That's awesome. And that yes. and so you want to talk to us about your podcast, and um, that's coming out January twelfth, right? Yeah, coming up soon. So uh, awesome. is it going to be all about mental health, or is it going to be more it's about all like mental health? Awesome. No, it's all mental health. It's it's mental health. But I'll be honest, almost every guest we've had on comes from addiction or yep. is sober or is struggling. Um, people want to talk about, yeah, people want to talk about it. And mm-hmm. apparently people want to talk to me about it. That's um, awesome. Which I, I'm, You're credible. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it's also just like, there's a certain kind of person who wants to go deep and mm-hmm. I do. And, um, you know, yes, for sure. Working in neuropsychiatry and working as a scientist qualifies me in many ways, but um, also, you know, the family disease of alcoholism, mm-hmm. uh, it affects many, many people, it's real. It affects many people. It's the, the shit is real. So, um, yeah, it's been a very interesting journey. We're calling it my and Bialik's breakdown. Cause I just wanted Love to say, it. welcome to my breakdown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Genius. I said like, life is about falling down nine times and getting up 10. Like mm-hmm. that's it, you know? It's interesting because, you know, obviously we all know how 2020 played out, but I think now, now more than ever, you know, because people were stuck at home, because people had to start looking at themselves in the mirror, mm-hmm. start yep. looking inward. Now it's, it's coming across as not so much taboo anymore totally. to exactly. talk about it because right. they have to now people have an outlet. And oh, I, think I, that's great. I love yeah. the people. I love the people who never thought they had any right? mental health problems. Oh, yeah. and they were like, life is amazing. <laughs> And then 2020 hit and all of us who like a 12 step program, we're like, yeah. oh, we got this. Like, yeah, I got this year. I'm They're like, so what, what are you doing? Like, I got <laughs> I got people to call. I got meetings I can sit at every hour of the day. Like, just we'll tell you how we do it over here. And like, it's a you. mess. But yeah. yeah, we got this. There's something Ther- therapists are making lots of money right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is something to be said, having sort of crashed and burned before 2020 right we were able to create like learn how to deal with things where now our friends our friends that are not in in any kind of program are like coming to us you know like we have the only ark that's floating you know (laughs) yeah I mean, and, it's a messed up arc. Like my arc's not perfect. Yeah, exactly. like, there's a couple holes. That's in okay. It there. There's some yeah. holes. We gotta like tape it up. No, but the fact is, like, just you know, I read an article. I think it was Psychology Today. Like, you know, like a website that is is reputable in the in the psych and sort of you know popular psych world. And it was an article about what people with twelve step programs get about 2020. Everyone can learn from. And it was very very interesting, like, to be able to say even if I don't do it perfect and even like, it doesn't mean that I'm perfect, but it means like I have a path. I have a higher power. I have mm-hmm. a notion of like, there are things working that I don't understand and I'm powerless over 
everything that's not in my hula hoop. Like, 100%. that's it. And every day it's going to be, it never stops, right? Like you're no. constantly growing and you have to want to do that and be curious. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm a Correct. prime, I'm a prime example of, you know, I got sober December 8th of 2000 or 2019 and literally stayed sober through 2020 and finally Amazing. got a year sober. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been in and out awesome. of the rooms for over 20 years, but it's like sure. without recovery, without having my, my same group on zoom every day, without reaching out to other yep. addicts and without being, you know, okay with the fact that I'm not okay sometimes. Right. I, there's no way in hell I would have made it through 2020. Like I was, you know, both, both Cheryl and Renee know that my dog of 14 years, I have to put him down tomorrow and it's absolutely mm-hmm. killing me, but I'm present today. I'm able to be, yeah. you know, be there Feel for my feelings. family, be there for my kids. I, I have two girls, eight and three that wow, you, you are know, in it <laughs> there, you know, my oldest this morning, it really, really hit her. Like it really yeah. hit her like a ton of bricks. And it's like, you know, trying to explain that to an eight year old, it's the most, it's been the most challenging thing for me since my kids were born. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and even trying this, you know, these past few months, you know, when I celebrated my one year, my daughter was like, so wait, I thought your birthday was in January, dad. And I'm like, this is a little different birthday. Let me, you know, so trying to explain to my eight year old what an alcoholic is and what type of mental health that I've dealt with for the last, mm-hmm. you know, four, 30 plus years of my life. Mm-hmm. And she, she gets it, you know, to a certain degree, obviously, but you know, it's, it's been an interesting year, I think for sure. a lot of us. And I wanted to ask you like, how, how did you navigate through 2020? Mm-hmm. Like you, your, your um, closest family, everyone, like yeah, how did you navigate? I mean, you know, well, first of all, congratulations um, on a year. Also, that is the anniversary of John Lennon's assassination. No way. Yes, December 8th. 8th. Yes, it, it is. Was, oh it was God. the 40th anniversary. So that's yeah. um, just very interesting that you said that mm. date. I was just writing an article about it today. I don't keep that information always in my head. I was going to say. Died on. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally just in my head. Um, you know, I'll be honest. We, we kind of bumped along. Um, you know, I, I already had anxiety um i already have you know i've suffered through depression pretty much my whole life Mm -hmm. um i i used to have panic attacks like proper panic disorder Mm -hmm. um that's mostly gone away Uh, i'm on the ocd spectrum like i'm all the colors of the rainbow um so you know add that together with anticipatory fear with you know a president who no matter which of the political divide you're on brought a lot of confusion to many of our lives and i'll leave it at that like just confusion if nothing else i Mm -hmm. who do you trust i thought you could trust the cdc but then every time the white house spoke to the cdc they changed their mind about something so that Mm -hmm. made me nervous so when you add that to a template that is already like up here like Mm -hmm. my baseline's not here my baseline's like right about Mm -hmm. here Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's, it was, you know, my sleep was disrupted. My digestion was disrupted. Things like meditation and yoga, which I had been doing, like they fell away. Like thing, And then of yeah. course, like then I'm spiritually depleted. Um, you know, there are, there are women in my program and in my life that we basically buckled down. We started meeting twice a week, whereas we used to meet once a month and then would see each other at other meetings. 
twice a week, we, awesome. we were like, this is it. And people who had kind of been like in and out and it's like, we're in now mm-hmm. decided to start doing, like we did a book study with, you know, some of the literature from program and like, we just buckled down and yeah. we got to know each other differently. And since my social life basically stopped because I wasn't going out or doing anything, like it, it became clear to me how important the relationships are with people who want to function at that level. And you see, they want to talk about, you want to talk about growth. You want to talk about recovery. Like, can I wake up grateful? What's your gratitude list for today? Totally. What, what are we doing today to make today manageable? So honestly, Mm. I leaned, I leaned hard on that. That's awesome. And you know, we don't even see my mom. Like we see her outside with a mask, like 10 feet away. Like my mom lives, you know, 10 minutes from me Mm. and she's, my dad died five years ago. She was just getting used to like being on her own. And now mm. we can't, you know, she was taking community college classes. She has to do them online. Like mm. it's just the year was crazy. Um, and then, yeah, a lot of people kind of started falling apart <laughs> because yeah. especially yeah. those people who were like, yeah, everything's great in my marriage. Well, how yeah. about if we put you in a house with that person? all day and totally. you can't leave it's not so perfect anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's you're so right aj and i have have a friend uh that uh, had a baby during all of this and then there's the no sleep right mm-hmm. that you can't go anywhere and it was getting the best of him do you know yeah. it, it was definitely getting the best of him and he's someone that works a real strong program mm-hmm. he really does he yeah I love what he always has to say. I love the way he walks, everything. But it was this perfect storm of like Absolutely. no sleep, the chaos that we're talking about, the confusion. Isolation. There's no ending. Isolation. There's no ending. You're like, when is this going to no, stop? And that's, and that's, that's the scary the no part. The end in sight thing is, is hard. And, and also for those of us who have a religious or spiritual program, like mm-hmm. no one wants to hear from us. There's a plan. Like, you're in the middle of a miracle. People don't want to hear that because... It's very, very scary. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know a lot of people who have, OD'd, like, I, yeah. we've lost a lot um, in our yeah, community. Yeah. And one of the first things I thought when we went into lockdown is what do all the, what do all the addicts and alcoholics do? Because getting out of your house for sobriety is very important. important for some yeah. people. Yes, for yes. some people, it's not. And the fact that yeah. there are meetings mm-hmm. online is amazing. And it's changed program because but, yeah. we're like, maybe this is a good way to get recovery without having to get out of I mean, house. look, I love to be home. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I, I have, but there's something suffer. to showing exactly. up. Exactly. Exactly. To totally. There's no, there is the effort. Yeah. a tangible, a tangible meeting is something, you know, there is something to be said about that. I mean, I, yep. I look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the road usually like 10 months out of the year. So for me, this is like the greatest gift for my kids right now, because I get to be home. I get to help my wife, Cause she's freaking Wonder Woman holding down the fort when I'm gone, and you know and now she's got to oh, listen to your opinion. Yeah, no, well, now yeah. you have an opinion. She does, she does. But she's I mean, look, good. she, she, you know, her and I have definitely we've gravitated more now, especially with me being sober. Like you go past a year back, you know, this was almost the end. Like I was, you know, she was putting out, you know, leaving me, and which I, you know, if I were her, I would have left me years ago, but. You know, I mean, but she always saw through the, you know, all the muck and the garbage that I was leaving behind me. And, 
you know, literally we got back off the road March 16th. Three days later, we go into lockdown on my youngest daughter's birthday. We we're supposed to go to Disney. So she got the raw end of the stick. And then literally like a day later, we started this freaking Zoom meeting. And it's been like, who knew to invest right. in Zoom back in the day? Good God. Right? It's, God. Like, it's like Google. Zoom and but, therapists. You know, oh, my God. And, I mean, and, it's a, and, such a blessing. And ring lights. And, and ring lights. lights. Well, actually, yes. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of them. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Getting back to the sort of mm-hmm. nuttiness that's been happening, uh, whether it's social unrest, uh, civil unrest. Mm-hmm. Um, like For me... Uh, I lost a brother to suicide, right? And and I, I know not not during 2020. He's kind of lucky he missed out on all that. But um, there's something to be said to talking to someone who's been there, yep. right? To me, that's like talking to like-minded individuals. We share our experiences, our strength, sure. our hope, and and to me, that's the one thing that's gotten me through this, knowing that I'm not the only one. Totally. Well, and, and also, you know, to that point, it's not just talking, but it's listening. Yes. yes. You know, um, because so many people, I mean, I remember, and, you know, in terms of 2020, I, I don't want to not acknowledge the, the complete overturn of society because of, you know, racial injustice, which is systemic and has been a problem since my parents were protesting it in the 1960s. Right. Um, and that turned this year upside down in a lot of ways as well, because the amount of rage 
that so many of us are now feeling, yes. um, it adds to all of that. It adds to the anxiety and like that feeling of like, how do we get out of this? Like, why are we still talking about this? Like, it's the same problem because right. we haven't fixed it and we keep shoving it under. So that sense of anxiety Nine. also has, it's taught us all to listen more. Like yeah. when Dave Chappelle came out with his special and he was like, you don't need me to speak about what's happening because the streets are speaking. Totally. Like, listen to, like, listen to what's happening. And I think even on an interpersonal level, like, especially for those of us who are used to being out of the house and we work and we do this. How about if you're alone with your thoughts? Like, how about if it's just you and right. whoever's in your immediate home and you got nowhere to go? No Sometimes resources. you have to shut up, you know, like yeah. shut up and listen. Absolutely. Listen, it's the scariest thing. I mean, just, you know, for me, I was numbing for the last however many years I was drinking. And when I stopped two years ago, um, it was pretty, it was scary. But like, then you realize, you know, after meditation, I've been in therapy since I was five years old. You know, you just like it's actually much easier to feel the feelings at that moment than it is sure. to numb because it just comes back like a hundred times worse. Oh yeah. They say, if you want to, if you want to find out why you're using, stop using. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. hundred percent. Right. I, I have a question for you. Um, Dr. Bialik, right? You right? can call me Mayim, but yeah. Okay. Mayim, I, I, love feel, that, I feel like I know doctor. you. Thank you, Mayim. Um, long-term effects right we know that there's a generation from the great depression we know there's generations that survived uh world war ii world war one what do you think as as a sort of neuroscientist will be sort of the long-lasting effects of this generation the great pandemic I mean, yeah i look i think it depends we don't know what it's going to look like next and i think right. that's also what's so frustrating for so many of us um, what I do know, and this is also what I'm learning about, you know, from a mental health perspective in particular, um, is that we will continue to see the effects of this, um, beyond this generation as well. Because when you look at what this country has been through, it's not just the pandemic, which we were told was coming for many years. Right. Yeah. Um, right. it's not just the pandemic. It is the economic instability for, that oh, we're yes, in. Yes. And it is the the overturn of a society that is now dealing with the fact that 70 million people are okay with the platform of someone that tends to not support black people, gay people, you know, yeah. brown so people. Like, so yeah, we have a very divided country. So when you add all of those things, you get, I mean, what, what, what I interpret as a kind of prolonged yes. stress. Absolutely. And it means that more people are going to turn to drugs and alcohol. I, mean, yes. I can't tell you how many effect. friends of I can't tell you how many friends of mine who I don't even know if they're alcoholics. It's not for me to name them. Like, oh, I've been drinking heavily. Oh, I've been smoking pot every day at noon. Like, <laughs> that's not necessary. Like, no. that stuff doesn't go away when this, you know, when this year ends. Right. Yeah. Those people also are are more likely to not have coping mechanisms to deal with children, to deal with the stress of being unemployed. So, like, this is this ripple effect that we see, and it's one of the reasons that I started my podcast. Is like. It's a human right to have access to mental health. Yes, it is yes. a human right to know what you're feeling. Yes. Like people don't even know, like, why am I having trouble sleeping they, and eating? Oh. You're anxious, dude. Like the yeah. world is collapsing. I totally so, hear you. I, I mean, so the have fact to change that we don't even edu- have that right. The fact that we don't even have that information—that's what leads to this generation yeah. suffering greatly. But well, the fact is, it. we're we're already in a mental health 
pandemic. Yeah, like crisis. we've been in it. We've been and, in it. Right, yep. We've been in a racism pandemic. Like yep. yes. we're in all of that. And you know, a lot of like the kind of like hippy dippy out there people are like 2020 was a year of transformation. And like, I guess it's true. There's a lot yeah. of really sick truths that we had to learn. Mm -hmm. And if you are a person on the liberal progressive end, w many of us are shocked that so many people are okay with what's been going on. Like right. that's you, startling. I just feel know, like they need to be in the education. Like when it comes to kindergarten through senior, being a senior in high school, you have to teach it at schools. You know, you correct. have to have an open conversation in your homes. Like it's just not talked about and it's shocking to me. You know, Correct. in terms of the sort of passed down dysfunctions, let's call it, right? Mm -hmm. or I, I think about World War II, men, mm -hmm. men and women that went over, fought, watched, saw, witnessed the most horrendous things. Then you, sure. come, you come home, you're supposed to pick up, get married, have kids, and all that trauma, right? Correct. And then same with, with let's say, I don't... I don't think this country has ever fully healed from the civil war and it's evident now, no, do you know? No, and, and mm -hmm. we keep we keep having wars that keep sending also typically vulnerable populations uh, yeah. by the dozens and hundreds of thousands into places in the world where they are experiencing trauma. And yeah. we've learned like the word PTSD, you know, mm -hmm. was unknown to many of us mm -hmm. until yeah. people started coming home from Iraq, from Afghanistan. And we realized, oh, you can't witness those things and be unchanged, you know? Yeah. And where's the support? And it's not until, you know, things have to get so bad. It's very American. Things have to get so, so bad before we'll admit that there's a problem. Totally. There's been a problem. Mm -hmm. And it's we know there's peak. a problem. Yeah. Exactly. But like why we had to wait this long. Why? So yeah, exactly. We Till we're like broken. Yeah. Well, exactly. it's like Correct. people getting scared, you know, when you get backed into a corner. And you have to face your fears. You have to face your indifferences. You have to face your 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 insecurities and your addictions and your depressions and your anxieties. All these things, you know, people people come out with their claws out because they don't want to face that. They don't want to have to deal with it. But it's it's almost inevitable, like you said. It's never been put to rest since you know a hundred mm -hmm. years ago. It's never been put to rest, and. Who's to say that it ever will be put to rest, but there is ways to cope yeah. with it and to face it to, head on. Yeah, we have to do better. And I believe when it comes to mental health, um, I do believe, and you know, a, lo a lot of people might say this sounds idealistic, but I would like to see a government and a set of policies yes. that protect the mental health of individuals, including those who are suffering from addiction. The yeah. fact that people still think that like, you know, alcoholism is just a set of bad choices. Right. And you you're no you're not drinking. It's like it's a disease, people. So do you, are you speaking openly like with your family about mental health? And did your family when you were growing up as well, did they talk about it openly or? Was no, it no one completely... talked about it. And yeah. that's like, that's how we got here. Right. right. Um, <laughs> no, no one's talked about it. We didn't, we didn't call it that, you know, like, I mean, I come from, my grandparents were immigrants to this country mm -hmm. and the things that they witnessed, like, don't get over that. Right. You know, and especially my grandparents, on my mom's side, like they were not educated people, you know, I mean, that's just the truth. They mm -hmm. were, you know, they were tailors and sweatshop workers. And my great grandparents were cigarette peddlers, you know, like on the street. So mm -hmm. like when you take someone with that kind of background and then they witness the pogroms that precede the Holocaust and they are fleeing and separated from their siblings and half of your siblings die, like you don't get over those things. That's so right. that's that intergenerational mm -hmm. trauma. So it'll, it'll come out in a lot of ways, you know, in, 
on my mom's side, like we didn't, nobody had money for alcohol. So it didn't look like alcoholism, you know, right, but, right, right. but it'll look like every other ism, you know, and, mm. and the mental health, you know, I, I come by my mental health challenges very, very earnestly. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up in a house that was recovering from generations of trauma and trying to figure it out. We didn't have a lot of money. There was always a lot of stress. You know, I grew up in a really, really loving home and a really creative home, but my parents struggled a lot mm-hmm. and it, it weighs on you, especially as a child. And I was the child that would fix everything, you know? So what that looks like is then you take it on. And I mean, that's how it kind of builds. No one talked about it. No one talked about it. Like, I didn't know to say to a family member, this is what's going on in my home. Can someone please send some assistance? Like right. no one talked about it. We even didn't talk about cancer back then. You would whisper it if someone right. got cancer, right. you know, but you as felt, if that you was felt, Did you feel like there was something wrong or did you feel, did you know well, at a the, young the age sad, that? Well, and, and here's the neuroscience answer. The sad thing is it feels normal because right. it's what you're <laughs> right. living in. Right. So I can't say it felt good, but right. you don't know that it should feel good. Do you know what I mean? Like, what is like good? You, right. You just like you, you make it work. And that's what we all do. Like mm-hmm. you make it work. So it wasn't till really I left my parents home at mm-hmm. 19 to go to college. This was after Blossom that things started feeling like they were caving in because you took away my <laughs> my my sad, happy, sick little family. Like you took me away from the thing that was normal to me. Right. And then you're like out in the big bad world. And, you know, I was used to fixing things. Like what's my worth if I'm not fixing their relationship or I'm not dealing with this. So, you know, then you start, you know, you start dating. I got married and you you try and piece it all together, but it just accumulates. You know, it's like, it's like pee. It'll come out even if you try to hold it in. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I love that. So I have a question really quick. Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm just curious. Like, was there anybody in your family that was... That wasn't in, crazy? Well, <laughs> no, no, no. That was, that was in the entertainment world or that, you know, that, that what drove you to want to go into that world knowing that all this other stuff was happening yeah, in your life? Because so usually... I, yeah. The world of acting is the last place anybody wants to go when there's no, so, crazy shit going on. <laughs> no, I have a I have a very, you know, unusual story in that like, you know, child actors usually think of like Joey Lawrence and the Lawrence, you know, who've been in it since they're very little. I was a very late bloomer. I liked being on stage. And I'm sure, you know, any psychologist would have a field day with why it felt safe to be on a stage. And I don't know if you, you know, oh, can yeah. relate to that. Oh, you yeah. know, it's like you can hide on a stage and you have a different persona and you get to make people happy. And you know that they're happy because they say like, move on, you know, Mm -hmm. like you got it. Perfect. So it's not that I was doing it for the praise. I was doing it for that feeling of like, I like to be part of something that's right. Like Mm -hmm. this feels right. And we move on. And I don't even have to decide if it's right because you tell me that's like the perfect thing for me. So I started acting at 11 just because like, Oh, I've seen kids in commercials. And like, mm. I love being in, in theater classes. I had no idea I was going to end up having my own television show at 14. That's like awesome. that was not what life was going to look like. So yeah, then take a family that was already having all this stuff and add money and right. fame and that stress. That's what like, I meant there. It was, mm. it was, bananas. was it therapeutic in a way? Was being on stage therapeutic? Kind of, but like my mom was with me. So like it goes with you. <laughs> Like, no, so but I can totally that. relate to what you're saying. Cause like, yeah, you know, yeah, totally. when I'm on stage, that's my safe place. That's my mm-hmm. bubble. Right. And yet, 
you know, but the second I walked off stage, That's it. I was this insecure kid that like, you know, trying to bend over backwards, super codependent. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to like me off stage. How do mm-hmm. I do that? So yeah. I'm going to go to the bar. I'm going to, I'm going to get drunk. I'm going to party oh, with yeah. you guys. I'm going to show you guys. I'm, I'm a rock star and blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yeah. You know, and you, I was just tucking down. Has- yeah, the actual you feelings. know we were and Go going back to what you were saying, Maya. We came here. We immigrated from Mexico. We came here on a visa, overstayed our welcome, lived in my grandmother's garage, and we all started whispering because we were no longer here legally, right? And that's to me when the I call it piece of shitism kicked in. Right. Where it just baked in (laughs) where I started thinking I was not good enough, no matter what. I I always thought that moving back to Mexico was the answer. Like if I want to feel good enough, I have to go back to my mother. We call that a geographical solution. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But, But my question to you is, did is that what led you into neuroscience? Like, yeah, I wanted wanted to know more. Mm. Yeah, I wanted out. I wanted to be where, and and look, you know, being on Blossom was unbelievable, but that wasn't like my life plan. Like I wasn't planning on being a famous person because I don't like being seen that way. Right. Like mm. being recognized is uncomfortable for me. It always makes me feel weird. And are you, you know, introverted? Wanted, yeah, I'm a total, I'm an introvert who lives my life as an extrovert. Yep. So mm. I wanted to be where it wasn't about what could I do for you, but mm. what's in my brain and what can I, what can I offer as, as an academic? And, you know, my parents are first generation Americans and, you know, they were teachers, they were English teachers and public school teachers. I went to public school my whole life. So mm-hmm. I wanted to be a research professor. I wanted to teach and I wanted to understand the brain and totally. the nervous system and the things that were interesting to me. Um, but also my interest really always was in working with individuals with special needs or mm. mental health challenges. And I ended up, my thesis was an obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I ended up getting to resonate in a field that was very close to my heart as it were. Um, and yeah, but I, that's exactly why I, I wanted to hide a different place. Yeah. So I became a workaholic. Like that's right, the thing. Right. It's a shift around. Productivity. Like, yeah. yeah. It's the, it's the God shaped hole. You can do yep. you ever, whatever you want. And I told you, it was school, you know, totally. Are you do currently you ever, in therapy? Oh. Are you, um, in a, Oh, of course. That's the other thing that got me through 2020. Um, right. You know, Amen, sister. I, I'm, I'm like old school. I've been, I've been in therapy. Yes. All since I'm 17 or so. And I've okay. been with my current therapist. It's awkward to say I've been with her for 20 years and it's oh, not wow. because she can't fix me. It's because classical psychotherapy does believe in building a scaffold of a yes. relationship that continues to evolve. Um, and there are times when I've gone twice a week, I've spoken to her three times a week sometimes. Um, but yeah, during, during the, the quarantine, I would do two sessions. Mm-hmm. I really, I do like one in the middle of the week and then one on the weekend. Um, you know, back in the day, it was like a phone session was so weird. Yeah. Zoom this therapy. It. Like if it's, it's like, this is what we've got. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's really weird to get to see one wall of her home because right. we normally we don't know anything <laughs> totally. about your therapist. Yeah. Same with my therapist. Like, yeah. Oh, she likes crystals. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. She's a person. Um, but that's, that's the other thing. I, yeah. I can't, I can't go without it. I need that processing, okay. that grounding. I need that humility. I need yeah. someone to say, what's your part in it? 
what, what do you need to work on? Mm -hmm. And like my whole life, if I can stop, you know, saying you, you, you to whoever I'm upset at, my life is much better if I use my statements. Totally. Totally. Mayim, I love that you said you wanted people to see you for what's in, you know, this gray sponge between our ears. And, (laughs) and I, and I love that because, um, I have an eight year, I have a nine year old daughter, only one child, uh, had late in life, obviously. And I always used to fantasize and say, if I ever have a kid, I want them to be inquisitive. I want them to ask the questions. Da, da, da. And so the other day, her, her, her friend, her friends called her a nerd and she said, thank you. She said, do you know, she said, do you know Elon Musk is a nerd? Did you know Steve Jobs was a nerd? And I was like, I was so proud. I was like, you said that to them? She goes, yeah. She goes, I love being a nerd. So to listen to you talk about academia, talk about uh, things that are beyond the superficiality, right? Uh, I'm so excited to know there's people like you in this world that Mm -hmm. my daughter can look up to and say, that's the path I want to go on. I wish, your kids I wish my children up? would. I was gonna say I wish my children would feel the same way. They think I'm the lamest mom no. ever, which is appropriate. No, but I think it's really. I think it's it's so ironically cool that you know a show like Big Bang Theory, yeah. and it's about science and all these things, Earth. and yet I'm sitting there going, "There's an actual scientist on the show, like an actual. Yeah. <laughs> it's not made up. It's not. It, it's it. It's not put into the script. She right. actually is." <laughs> Like <laughs> the smartest person on the set right now. Like she is like, you know what yeah, I mean? I'm no, just saying, maybe, like, yeah, maybe the are. most educated, <laughs> most yes. educated okay. specifically. Okay. In okay. And, and yeah. I, and I do have to say, cause somebody sent it to me. Um, you know, there was a video going around of, I'm not sure if it was everyone in the cast, but there was a viral like flash mob that happened after the last episode. <laughs> and you guys danced to, to one of our songs yeah! larger than life. That's amazing. And I was like, this is the, this is life. This is everything right now. Cause I was a huge fan of the show and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is real right now. I was, I was, I was fangirling out for both the fact that you guys picked our song and that you're, it was, Kaylee Cuoco, Kaylee Cuoco gets the credit cause she would always like pick the songs. The choreography was so complicated. We were so nervous. (laughs) Who choreographed it? Great. Um, Kaylee Cuoco's sister, Brico is a, uh, is a choreographer. And so she would come and we would all be, I mean like. I'm an old lady. I've had two kids. I'm like sweating. It's disgusting. <laughs> you guys killed it. You guys did a oh, fantastic job. That I just wanted to so say thank amazing. you. Cause well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan as well. I'm, I'm 45 and I was super into like Elvis Costello. And I was like this like quirky girl, but I grew up with your music. Mm-hmm. And to this day, that's still what I want to sing to in the car. That's oh, amazing. Thank you. Still, thank you. So it's so, I'm so honored that I get to talk to you and also like to connect on this level is really, really fun. Oh, I love it. I love it. Do you it. know what um, science, science, just quickly, I was going to say what science uh, for me does, it, it gives me hope. That's one thing, right? We we took my daughter to go see Neil deGrasse Tyson, right, here at mm-hmm. the Kodak Theater, and the line was so long, and you had every shade, you had every age, you had ev- everybody, and I looked around thinking, they're all here to listen to an astrophysicist. And yeah. I yeah. could just feel that everybody, there wasn't that tension. Everyone was just 
you know, yeah. had, had that common sort of curiosity to learn about science, right? So every time I look at scientists, I think they don't, they don't bother to get bogged down with racism. They, they've got <laughs> yeah. bigger fish to fry, you know? It's true. I mean, it, it gives me hope too, because like science is real. It's a yeah, thing. No, it's, it's not so, so real. It's, it's not, it's something to debate. Like, yeah, no. I mean, there are things that we debate, but like science is real. And it gives me hope too, especially when I see people of color who are in the sciences, like it, it makes a big difference when I see women who are in the sciences, mm -hmm. populations that have been underrepresented. It's important also for it. It especially helps young people mm -hmm. to understand we all were placed here with the same capacities and the same abilities. Mm -hmm. But yes, access to health care, access yes. to education, access to medical care, access to good nutrition. Those things make a that difference. definitely affects oh. the brain. I mean, come on. Yeah, um, exactly. So on top of your podcast, which I'm very excited to hear, um, talk to us about Call Me Cat. Um, yeah, I decided to do a show after Big Bang Theory. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, would have loved to retire, but right. definitely still need to work. And that makes sense because people have mortgages and health insurance and, you know, life. Um, and Call Me Cat is a, an American adaptation of the BBC show Miranda. Okay. It's about a very, very unusual eccentric woman. And Jim Parsons' company had the rights to this. And I thought he was just asking for my opinion. Like, what do you think about this? And I said, I think it's a great project and I wish you luck with it. And he said, no, I'm asking you to be part of it. Um, cool. I think I'm a very annoying person, but obviously I didn't annoy Jim Parsons enough for him not to work with me. So um, we, we have this show, which is very playful. It's very fun. We're not trying to break down any barriers of television <laughs> genre. Like we're a sitcom, it's right. what I do. Um, and it's about a 39 year old woman who owns a cat cafe. She gives up her career teaching math because her passion is um, to be a people person. And she's quirky and she's strange and she talks to the camera because that's one of her friends essentially. That's amazing. Um, we have a fantastic supporting cast, um, Cheyenne Jackson and Leslie Jordan who exploded on Instagram, um, Kyla Pratt and Julian Gant and Susie Kurtz plays my mom. And honestly, I think we'd like each other even if we hated each other because we're just so excited to be with other humans besides right. our families. <laughs> are you but currently we really shooting? Are, yeah, we, um, we okay. literally have done six episodes. We have six more. Okay. Um, we've been delayed this week because of Los Angeles being Los Angeles. Yep. Um, shooting during COVID is not easy. So whenever someone is like, well, I don't like this about the show. I was like, we filmed it during COVID. Chill. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> I have to yeah. push back though. I have to push back on you being annoying. I, that's yeah how yeah, is that I, possible I because i'm sitting here I, thinking I'm this podcast awe. has to end i, it's, I know it's i don't horrible. want it to i don't want it to end yeah. i could like a million other questions for you stay here the rest of the day yeah. <laughs> this is really delightful I, well we we can do this again i, I think that that exists <laughs> okay. in the universe and yeah. you're gonna come on my podcast because yes, i really yes. want to talk Fun. more to you i really want to hear more of your story and i'm so grateful that we could do this uh you know, it's a weird way to interact with people, but right. it's also really comfortable because it's not like we're at a cocktail party where it's like, oh, thank God we, <laughs> we get to talk, you know, and someday, someday, hopefully soon when even the three of us can get into a studio and, mm -hmm. you know, continue can the show, we can, we can absolutely touch off or some neuroscience. Yes. We got to get all of us together. Once it's we safe. We need a work trade. It's like a yes. work yes. trade. Totally. 100%. 100%. You let me pretend that I, I got gotcha. you. You could come up I'll with chacha with you all day. Yeah, come up Woo! with a TikTok dance like the neuro chacha. Yes. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I will get my 15 year old on it. Okay. That would be I'll get fantastic. Matt on it. No, he doesn't like that stuff. <laughs>
Oh, you are an absolute dream, my dear. Yes. Seriously. Thank Very you. Seriously. Really and a yeah. Pleasure. Really a pleasure. So everyone can check out Call Me Cat on Fox and then your podcast. My um, Alex Breakdown. There you are. Um, comes out January 12th. I can't wait. I already subscribed to the channel. Can you yet? Thank yeah, you. I definitely did. Yes, I pressed subscribe yeah, last you night. Did. Yeah. Yeah. And you have your YouTube channel. What do you talk about on your YouTube channel? Yeah. Well, we're actually going to broadcast our podcast on camera. So um, this is actually my podcast studio. So it. we're available, obviously, on Spotify and anywhere that you want to get podcasts. But if you'd like to see in person, I have a co-pilot who sits right over there and we, we dress like twins every episode. We're adorbs. So yeah, are you, the YouTube channel is also where you can watch it. So cool. Cool. Your friendly neighborhood Canadian. Gotta love it all that, the way. Right. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, my dear. And Thank uh, you so continued much. success. Thank you for what do. It's really a pleasure. Yes. Matt Thank gives you. him, gives your, gives his love and um, oh, I'll make sure to return. So the funny. Message. So funny. All right. Thank, Thank you so much. Stay safe. Thank you. Thank you so you much, Maya. Bye. Bye. Awesome. All right, you guys. Thank you to our amazing guest, yes. uh, Maya Bialik. Wow. She I'm is hear just. Her talk all day. I mean, literally. Like, seriously. She's yeah. blew me away, not only as a person, as a scientist, as a human being, but uh, she's such a huge inspiration to everyone out there. So go check out all of her stuff that she has going on. It's going to be fantastic. And uh, we will see you guys and talk to you guys again very soon. So thank you for tuning in on iHeartRadio. This is Pretty Messed Up. Follow Pretty Messed Up on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.